Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. You're like the Parisian fashionista. I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. You're, and I'm short. I'm, I'm in shorts and you are dressed up like you're coming off the Paris runway. I know. You're like, I should have dressed up. Well, you wore makeup today and I'm like going, is our guest really that special? And then you said, actually, you had an event today. Well, he's special. I know. We have a special guest. I, I know. But you have on like. You, I typically don't want this. No. Is what you're saying. No. You have your Paris sunglasses, your Paris jacket, your Paris pants. Mm-hmm. You're all fancied up. Mm-hmm. And we do have a guest today. You want to introduce him? Yes, we have a Sean Whitmore with us today. Yay! Woo! Now, you met Sean at, is it was it called Dallas Girl Gang or was the it called Fearless? Fearless? Yeah, yeah, the Fearless Conference, but it was put on by Amanda at, at, at Dallas Girl Gang, mm-hmm. right? She's been a podcast guest. She has been a podcast guest. That. Welcome, Sean. Yeah, yes, thank you. Welcome to thank our welcome to our Chick Fil A. I haven't seen Sis in a couple of weeks because she just got back from a whirlwind European trip. It's been so fun. I wish I was back. I try to like. You wished you were back there. Driving down the highway, I like try to like not really close my eyes, but like think I'm like, oh, I wish I was just. Scooting along the river of Paris instead of driving down the highway of Texas. <laughs> and Is I like try to think of a place that I could have kind of that experience in Texas. There's nothing. You could go to Paris, Texas. <laughs> no. I, they even have a mini they Eiffel. Have they a, have a mini Eiffel Tower. They do have a mini Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Probably doesn't sparkle at night. Oh, it uh, might. It would be a shame if it didn't. I know. But I know. no, like that was like one of my best memories is everyone does the lime or like scooter bike or scooter yeah. things down there yeah they we have them here in dallas so it's just not as why are they cooler in paris cool because <laughs> you can zip around all these monuments and this like the circle like and ugh, i felt like it was in a movie i don't know like you know like the scene where they like are scooting around that monument and fountain they're like having a good old time it's like i did that so fun oh my gosh just like scooting down the river were you drive? Oh. did you get to drive it all there oh no no, no oh, that's too so scary that's like but scooters like, like scooters all day but long scooters yeah scooters is great actually it's really surprising paris is on our side so <laughs> um and so is rome you mean by driving is what yeah. you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like the, on the rest the right of europe side. is on, on the other side the right i want to say well i'm I was going to say on the right side, meaning yeah. like we're right, they're wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's technically they drive on the the left. That's correct. How Like how we drove. Yeah. The only place that wasn't that way is London. Really? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I know because when we got into the Paris taxi, I was like, hold on. No, you're not supposed to be on that <laughs> side. That's the right side. Isn't it weird, though, when you're driving around in London, you're going, oh, you're going to hit them. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's going the wrong way. Oh, the, uh, Turn the taxis. Yeah. I was like, if I die, <laughs> it's because it's going to be by a car. Not by going the wrong way. Well, not well, going the wrong way. Even the like streets are the marked. Rome Look was horrible. both ways. Yes. There's no lanes. Like, um, we, we had, like, the eggs and the dots of lanes. Right. We there's nothing over there. <laughs> really? They there's just nothing. drive <laughs> and they're like it can be a three three by car <laughs> or a five or by a five by like at any given time. I I'm know. just like, oh my gosh. That's crazy. This is how I'm dying. So there's what, other parts of the world. What um, cities were you in? I was in London, Rome or no, no. no. London, London, Paris, Paris. Lake Como, Rome. Gotcha. Where yeah. is Lake Como? It is in Italy. North, um, right? By, yeah. Yeah, north. That's cool. So close to like Switzerland. Um, Northern border. Yep. Yeah. It oh, by the mountains. Amazing. Doesn't George Clooney like own it? Yes, George Clooney does live there. He lives we, there. We Yeah, he lives, actually lives there. His, <laughs> like full time? Mm-hmm, yeah. There were really, really fancy homes. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's got to be Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> and we like looked it up and he actually lives just around white box of a house it's probably gorgeous inside but i was like out of all of box. these homes they <laughs> oh my all gosh. of the yeah money yeah. lives there that's all i gotta say it is it is money town, money what, are, town. what was your favorite part 
Oh, Paris. Paris. I will forever talk about... I think there's a movie. We'll always have Paris. (laughs) I am already trying to plan another trip. What was so? What was like? Like that's so good about it. I've never been overseas, oh so never, never ever no. out of the country. Nope. Never. Do you have a passport? Well, yes, I've been out of the country. Like yes, I do have a passport. Yeah. Uh, Canada, Mexico. Oh hey. Yeah, um, that counts. That's pretty much, but it's yeah. the same continent. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been left or right, so. Oh man. Yeah, we've been to Japan, Paris, and all wow. that stuff. You're a world no, traveler. <laughs> I am just a girl and just loved the magic and. Yeah. My f- one of my favorite movies is Cinderella, and I just literally felt like I was there going to the ball. And every time the the clocks yeah. would chime, I'm like, oh, my slipper is going to fall. <laughs> no, well, it was really great. The, pa- the fashion over there was just like me. Yeah. It's hard to find cool a lot black of black and white here. Yeah. And totally. it's like, that's all they had there. So yeah. I was like, that's cool. It's it it is fashion. Oh. Did you oh, go stand in line? Did you go so stand in line happy. at the? Um, um, like, would you let me go by myself? No. I know. That's like that. <laughs> but that uh, like don't ask me. Ask Landon. <laughs> would Landon? Probably not. No. Yeah. Not my fiance's dad would be the same way. She's he's like yeah, absolutely not. I not. was very scared of yeah. like <laughs> getting taken and all that stuff. But going Liam Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. kidding. I told her <laughs> I do not know anybody movie. in the CA. They, <laughs> they did played not. that movie in their hotel room. Lena was watching. I was like, "Why are we watching?" He's like, "Because we gotta practice." Oh my I gosh! Like, oh gosh! Yeah, I know nobody in the CIA, so I told her she'd be on her own. Yeah. So not to get taken. Yeah. I know it. I didn't get taken. John, what do you, what's your day gig? Yeah, what does your normal day look like? My normal day. Um. So. As far as a normal day looks, well, I mean, I usually start by waking up, which is, which is, which oh, is good. Oh, that's really yeah. great start. <laughs> yeah. What time do you start? It's always a good day up. for me. Yeah. I know it. Uh, My clock is so off right now, and I've been getting up at 7.30, yeah. and I've kind of been liking it. I was like, hey, I can get a lot done in a day. Yeah, right? Yeah. So usually, I mean, it's probably about like 7.30 or 8, and then I usually mm-hmm. try and get up and get some sort of exercise in, try and run or do something like that, because the books tell us to. So. Yep. I try and then I get back and um, I, I go running usually with my uh, one and a half year old golden retriever, Sophie. Cute. Nice. Uh, Sophie. Yes. Sophie. I like that. Sophopia. Uh, so, yeah, then we usually get back. I try and meditate and just kind of like not be distracted by the world and like wow, flip you, through social you're media. Are actually successful at that? I try. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That I usually just very put on like thing. music and then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And then I'm like, oh, like there's Instagram and I just mm-hmm. like scrolling. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but then usually. But isn't it good to calm your mind early? Where it in is, your yeah. house do you do this? I think that's my problem is like there's nothing, there's, can't sit in the living room because I'm like, oh, there's a TV. And then <laughs> can't sit in my bed and I'm like, okay, well, I might as well just fall asleep. Yeah. And then if you go to your office, you got to work. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is that does somebody do you need a meditation space? Is that what you're saying? Do you have that space in your place? Where do you sit? Like Dad can sit in his office and he's fine. Yeah. Uh, It used to be on this little futon that I had in my office. Yeah. That sometimes led to just like really falling asleep. Right. (laughs) Um, So now usually since I come back from my my run and, and especially in the summer I'm like really hot so I just like I'm like underneath this giant fan that we have so right. it's just like okay now i can just keep my headphones on put yeah. on whatever type of music and then just kind of clear right. my thoughts for the day and kind of see what what it is that i want to get done what i want to accomplish mm-hmm. and just kind of so when do you like what's going so on so after so 7 30 so when do you like start your day depends on how long i flip through instagram whenever yeah. i first wake up <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, after the meditation <laughs> yeah. yeah right um so usually up at 7.30, and then about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes after that, get Sophie ready for a run, put on her little harness and yeah. her, her collar and but everything like that. But, like, work day, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, usually probably about 9-ish. Yeah. So, like, two hours of yeah. doing stuff for you. Yeah. yeah. That's, my part, that's my biggest thing. Of like, it's, like, yeah. And there's some wandering in there, too. Like, there's a ton of time. There is. Yeah. Look how much more you gain by getting up at 7.30. Did you even know (laughs) 7.30 existed? No, I didn't. And then it's like... Late riser? Oh, yes. Late riser, late night. Late night. (laughs) Right. Okay. I get a second wind. I haven't been this week. I'm, like, knocked out by 10. Um, But everything, like, you are 
almost kind of forced to do nothing because nothing opens until nine o'clock. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, might as well go like do some errands and stuff. <laughs> and I can't do it because nothing is open that early. Yeah. So it's like. See, I'm the same way too. Like, even though I'm up early, sometimes I will like sleep in and then at like 9 30 or 10 i'm just like oh like there's stuff to be done yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) gotta go do it and my fiance she's a third grade teacher so she's up at like 6 15 super early like once i get my like spark of creative genius at like 9 15 at night she's like are you coming to bed yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) right that's normally when it kicks in yeah i'm working on genius stuff here yeah (laughs) so what is your day gig what do you do so i own and have founded a media company, yep. uh, video production. Uh, we specialize in event coverage and commercial video production. So talk um, to me about event. Unpack that a little bit because it means different things yes. for, for different and people. And we. You have an assistant, just I, you. I used to. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I like to say we, but it's really yeah. Well, you have just people. me. I, I do yeah. have people, people but before I had people, I would say we to make me feel better. Well, but it's now because, I actually have because of the free interns, mom and yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. That, when she said we, she normally meant me yeah. or mom. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So uh, a little bit of transparency. I'm fresh off of a business partnership, um, mm-hmm. which was the, the name of that was Arcpoint Studios. And me and my business partner just recently split. Um, and there we had two employees. We had a production coordinator and a full-time editor. Um, cool. Wow. That was probably Fancy. about two months ago now, month yeah. and a half, two months, something like that. Um, so I recently just founded um, Lucid Media, which is, like I said, it's event coverage and commercial video production. Um, mm-hmm. As far as like unpacking events, I know it's a very broad, yeah, yeah. a very broad spectrum. Um, my personal passion is within the music festival uh, nightlife scene. You but probably you, you might. Your, you is might that know. why you named your business Lucid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You very may creative. know um, my youngest son. What is his name? Brendan. I mean, that's his, I mean, that's his thing. I don't know. He's he's at all the music festivals. Yeah, Yeah. but there's a crowd of thousands. (laughs) Uh, It's true. But if he's doing media events. He's looking up at the stage and looking up at the crowd. (laughs) Oh, well, that's true. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, So personal passion is definitely music festivals. Right. But that is, and it's just hit or miss. Um, The industry is very, very competitive on that Mm -hmm. side of things. So... I uh, kind of dove into the corporate world, which yeah. is really a Did lot of... Did you connect with Kaboom Town that came into town? I tried. Um, I tried. I actually... I tried I, too. Don't feel bad. Yeah. I didn't get picked. Um, so, funny story. Uh, the people that were putting that event on, I was with ArcPoint at the time. Mm-hmm. And me and my business partner, George, actually flew on points to Nashville. Um, I cold emailed the... I forget what their... What the... Um, lady's like title was mm-hmm. but um i cold emailed her and she actually responded back and i was like oh my god like you actually responded to me yeah uh long people, story short i think people don't realize that like just email right people yeah. will just keep writing just yeah. dm them like people will respond back to yeah uh, so we actually end up flying to nashville um on points and meeting with them and had a great conversation everything like that um what is the name of the Leo Events. That was the name of the event company that was doing the whole thing. Yeah, doing the yeah. whole thing. And flew up there, had a conversation with, I forget the guy's title, but long story short, we didn't get the job. No. <laughs> so, but when, but when you do. Well, we got to go to Nashville. So, when yeah. you do a music festival like that, what, what kind of media is involved? I, I mean, I sure. totally take it for granted because I watch YouTube and I watch um, short clips, yeah. but what kind of media is involved in a situation like that? So. Whenever I first got into it, I was really inspired by Tomorrowland. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that show. Uh, George Clooney. (laughs) No. Um, the music festival. Oh, yeah. wrong one. I <laughs> was thinking of the movie. Part. He's an old fart. Yeah. I know. I was thinking, so. hey, the movie is actually pretty new and hip. That's okay. the new part. All right. um. So it's a mu- music festival, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the movie. Yeah. So Tomorrowland is put on in Belgium, and that's where I first got my inspiration in the 2013. <laughs> yeah. Um, in about 2013, I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And then I like picked up a camera and started shooting small events. Anyways, so what kind of goes on inside of music festivals? It's kind of transpired into this whole being of really like a diversification of content. Like there's, there's photography aspect involved. There's really this kind of new age of like social creation, which is very like 
after effects heavy of like people uh, these social creators going in and just like shooting really engaging content and the whole the whole idea of it is to have it on demand and having that oh interesting um, having like an editor on staff that can kind of be pumping out this content um, throughout the day for kind of like live social feeds um, other aspects of it are daily edits obviously which are just little like highlight videos um, and then like full after movies so that's kind of wow. like a wide range of like what all goes into an event as far as so it's like a multi-camera yeah uh process yep production it is yeah so we actually did a a touring concert series this summer called um camp nowhere and that went from houston to dallas to austin and um, i creatively directed it and we had a crew of we had an editor we had a production coordinator we had a photographer, two photographers, and another camera operator. So six or seven people. Wow. That were just solely meant for like spreading out and just gathering content. That's crazy. So, Whoa, that's huge. Yeah. But that's on the larger scale. Uh, right. Obviously, event coverage goes from large scale to small scale. I mean, sure. there's also brand activations and stuff like that where it's a lot less heavy as far as like the staffing aspect. Yeah. So, so what would a small event be? Tomorrowland was a big event. Yes, very so big. What would what would a <laughs> like small global. event? Yeah, what would a small event look like? Um, I would say it's more so like along the lines of like brand activation type stuff, where usually there's like vendors that come in and have their merchandise or what have you, um, and then there's people that show up there and they're they're networking or they're putting on like the event people are putting on um, some sort of like entertainment. Like right. For instance, um, I just shot a. Um, an event for Pear Experience. I don't know if you know who, who that is, but um, shout out Tinsley Merrill. She's uh, she's the uh, chief revenue officer there. Um, and we did, uh, we shot that event, and I would probably say there was like 40, 40 people there, 40, wow. 50. Cool. But cool. there was um, like, it was sponsored by Topo Chico, uh, Nectar uh, was my favorite. there. My uh, favorite. And a couple, uh, a couple other yoga yoga studios and everything like that mm-hmm. and the people that were there were just there um, that's cool so you're shooting video their, and still yeah. yes well kind of yeah. <laughs> so it was it was myself and another camera operator okay. so he was shooting video and i was shooting photo yeah so, what's your but what's your camera choice for photo 1dx mark ii so that is my baby yeah um uh, i put my whole life savings into it probably about like three it's years a beast. ago it is yeah it's a good, so, it's would a you good rather camera. do photos or would you rather do video? Oh, that's such a tough question. Mm-hmm. Are there, it's different too. Isn't it's it very is different. different. Yeah, yeah. I love doing both. It depends on the event. Um, probably, and this is full transparency, but for the for the smaller events, I'd rather shoot photo just because video gets kind of difficult mm-hmm. for smaller events because you really have to pull out like what is happening at that event and what is happening inside of that event and try and tell the story. And usually Mm -hmm. with like a 40 to 50 person event in a big space, it's not, there's not a lot of substance to it. And I say that uh, tactfully just because like it's, you just have to pull the best out of it and fill the frame and make sure that it's engaging at the end of the day, because obviously like this is fully for promotion. Right. Wanting to, yeah, there's nothing worse than getting a video of 12 empty chairs. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) With with everybody sitting in the back. Right. I know it. So creatively speaking, yes. Which is more difficult to capture a still photograph of a moment or just videotape, a lot of stuff. I would say video. Is, video is, is a lot more hard from yeah. a creative standpoint. Yes. Yeah. See, I uh, would guess the other way. Really? Well, only because you have, you know, in video, it seems like you have a much wider canvas to yeah. paint, right? So mm-hmm. if we're sitting in this ra- restaurant, I could I could film a story from the counter to the back using video, but if I only have the camera, yeah, I've got that. You know, sixteen by nine space. Yeah, I gotta capture just the right thing. I don't know. It just intuitively seemed like it was it would be harder. Yeah, I guess that that, that makes sense. I've never really thought about it that way though. It's just capturing just that one spot versus in video. Theoretically, I could capture the whole. You yeah, know, I could just pan around and just capture the whole thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I am such an amateur. If there was scales of amateur one <laughs> through ten, I'd be like a three. Oh, I was gonna 
say like now what camera do you shoot on see us i love you (laughs) (laughs) she says right before she calls and says can you come take pictures he's actually really great he does all the podcasts loads it all up nice Really I just switched job. over. I, I just switched over. I, I took a year researching. Nice. Because I Sounds used right. <laughs> I used to shoot on um, a Nikon that was oh let's see I bought oh, it no. when you were Nikon. I, I bought it when you were like a freshman mm-hmm. in high school. So this sucker is like twenty years yeah. old. It was like an eight megapixel. Nice. I mean my iPhone three had more <laughs> shooting power <laughs> than than this. But um, I took a year. And we've had several photographers, video and uh, photographers on the podcast. And I asked every single one of them, sis can tell you, I asked every single one, what camera should I consider? Every single person that did To the, no, no, no. They no, all, yeah. no, they all, I, when I asked them about the Sony, they all said, do the Sony. So I got a Sony 7. I think they all, I think they suggested it, but they all used different things. They did. All all of them used. But even Peyton said if she hadn't had so much money invested in what she had, she would would do the Sony. I was on the Sony gang for a while. My my first camera was a T3i, which I paid $150 for. And then I was just shooting like little events. Mm -hmm. And then I graduated to a T5i. Dang. I know. That's big. (laughs) Now, I do have to give some props to, to Landon. Because I don't know if you saw any of Allie's photos and or video mm-hmm. um, from her trip, but Landon on the iPhone was taking some, was taking some pretty impressive that portrait mode. Yeah, yeah. well, really and job. you know the the iPhone 11 is coming out this yes. month. Yeah, Sucker's got three lenses on the back. Was, three it's lenses. So funny. I, I saw this thing on Facebook this morning of people that have this phobia, phobia. of small holes. They're like freaking out, like because it has yeah. like three small cameras. It does. That's crazy to me. Okay, so I <laughs> like got to ask. How many cameras can you have? On Sean, the is the iPhone going to make photographers obsolete? Things look better in threes. Though. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. I know. But is the iPhone going to make photographers obsolete? No. No, I don't think so. But the the gap between professional and amateur, I believe, is closing. Closing? Do you really? Yeah. Definitely. Just because photography is such a such a spatial thing. I mean, it's just like... You have to have an eye for yeah. it. Like, if Landon... I literally, like, looked at you the set space, him up. set him up, <laughs> yeah. the angle I knew it was just needed. taking the pictures. He was and just was your like, tripod? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. <laughs> but he clicked... He clicked in good, in good motions. Yeah. Wow. Good it's rhythm a good thing he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, he would feel it. But he did a good job clicking and being very patient. So that's nice. what he... All right. Here's, my, here's my next question for you as a creative. Sure. Um, how much of it is snapping versus editing? It seems like now the real creativity is happening post mm-hmm. and not at the snap. When Ooh, hey look, that's a I, tough argument. Hey look, <laughs> my very first camera, and I still have it, was a Minolta film, mm-hmm. and you got one shot. Yeah. Now yeah. if you had thirty six, you had yeah. thirty six on your roll, then yeah. you can maybe snap a couple of times. But yeah. I mean, you had to get it. Yeah, that is true. Film is coming back too. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, out of film is tough, a hundred photos, and I, you're the same way. I know. There's gonna be yeah. one. Good well, one. I, and I told her that I would shoot ten thousand shots, and I'd get three. Yeah. yeah. But I had the ability to do that. Yeah. And you can't. So is it? Is more of the creativity in the post than the snap? That's such a tough question. It's both. <laughs> it is both. I think it's both. Yeah, just because you have to, you have to frame it accordingly, and you have to get that that essence right and have that eye, and then with the post production aspect of it, you can really bring it to life. So I don't know. So a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are young entrepreneurs. There's sure. so much. There's so much to talk about, but many of them are building a business using right, wrong, or indifferent, mm-hmm. IG, which yep. means that they're taking photos and they're, and they're, you know, doing a lot of photography. They don't all have the big beast camera that you have. A sure. lot of them are just coming off of, you know, a Samsung yeah. or an iPhone. I would yeah. guess most of them are iPhones. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Um, and it seems like a lot of photography is coming that way. I, the, I saw a stat 
that there's one billion pictures snapped every single day. That's a lot of pictures. That is. If you think about it, (laughs) there's six billion people on the planet. Yeah. And it's somewhere, somewhere crazy, like, you know, a billion phones. Yeah. What's even crazier to me is how like the the server aspect of like Instagram and Facebook can like handle oh, all of that. Oh my gosh. So I know that's on well, the Well, that's why they're the building server farms yeah. Yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, you know, hundreds of acres of silver farms and all yeah. they have on them are pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pictures. What yeah. would be your one advice for someone taking a photo and then advice for like starting your own business? Ooh, those are big questions, sis. Yeah. Nicely done. So, repeat them so I can... Um, just start the, the first one, like starting like your own business. Like you. Oh, that was the second question. It was, but <clears throat> the... Sure. I was interested in the photo picture question sure. first. So, I guess there's a couple things. And along my journey, I've, I've been a freelancer where just kind of like a solopreneur i've had mm-hmm. the aspect of also being a have business have you always been entrepreneur side or yep. did you work like a nine to five so my nine to five was at quick trip back Whoa. In, yeah nice high roller i know mm-hmm. uh but yeah so i started there and in that in that time i was attempting college mm-hmm. and was paying for it myself and i was like i'm not putting money towards these <laughs> towards these basic classes that aren't gonna yeah that aren't gonna give me anything of value i'd Maybe that sounds kind of naive, but um. no, I talk about it all the time because in London and all that stuff, they do a lot of more like trade school and apprenticeships, yeah. apprenticeships yeah. versus college. And yeah. I would much rather wish more opportunities like that were available yeah. in the states. Yeah, and I, I th- think that's the future of learning. Totally, and I think the education landscape. I know this is kind of off topic, but I think the education landscape is going to be vastly different mm-hmm. here in probably like five to ten years with the rise of the internet and everything mm-hmm. like that. I think that's something that colleges are going to have to really adapt to. Um, but back to advice for um, starting a business and everything like that. So. Like I said, I've been lucky enough to be a solopreneur, also be involved in a uh, a quote-unquote startup where there was employees and everything like Mm -hmm. that, and now kind of jumping back to um, the solopreneur with hopes of growing that brand to a business. Which one did you like better? There's pros and cons to both. There's a lot of... Which one's scarier? uh, Definitely the startup, because there's so much much overhead, and you have to you're not only responsible for yourself, you're mm-hmm. responsible mm-hmm. for those two or three other people mm-hmm. that you're trying to support and mm-hmm. constantly having that, that pipeline of sales coming in and everything yeah. like that. But on the other side, the team aspect of being within a startup and the camaraderie of like... You don't just feel like you're alone. Exactly, yeah. And being in a, in a solopreneur type of era, it can be very lonely and very, I don't, I don't want to venture to say like, depressing but there is that fine line i mean i've i've gone through it of like feeling really anxious about like what do i have to offer i'm just i'm just a singular guy out here what what do i have to offer to anybody else but i don't know so totally so your advice advice no no worries i didn't catch it if you said it so advice to anybody starting would just be to really reach out just mm-hmm. reach out as much as you can to to other people, other creatives, collaborate, shoot as much as you can, especially on the photography, videography side. Find a community to shoot within mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to do it for free. I I started out a, a remix Tuesday in Dallas with 30 people and one DJ and there was nothing to shoot, but I shot it and yeah. it turned out good. Mm-hmm. So just finding that community to really dive Has into. Has it been hard? So um, doing stuff for free is a really hard gray area to talk about um especially with starting business like i started my business four years ago and i fully think the same thing of doing a saying yes to everything yeah not saying no to anything do as much work as possible even if it's pennies to the dollar just do it get your name out there all that stuff but now since entrepreneurship and the business side it didn't feel as crowded as what it is now yeah um everyone's starting a business and wanting to do art and photography especially photography um and so since that 
do you feel like it's hard coming from free to charging? That's the hardest transition. It's a hard. It it's a really, really big jump. Yeah. Like going from zero to wanting to charge your value of two thousand yeah. dollars. Like that's a big gap in between. It is. And I think it goes in. I think it goes in steps. And that's kind of how mm -hmm. I have progressed. I. I started as free and then it went to like $50 to shoot an event and then mm -hmm. it went to a hundred dollars and then it went to 150 and I, I always and struggled with this. But that's a yeah. long road. It is. But, and it but works. That's exactly how my business started yeah. and it's probably how your business is, is growing. Yeah. And so the process does work and it is successful. Yeah. It's just, it's a marathon, not a sprint if you do it that way. That's very good. Totally. That's well said. And yeah. it's, it's very it does require patience. Yeah. It, it does, but everyone at the end was still going to go through yeah. the finish line. Like, yeah. I feel like and I... And it's all, all relative to, I think, um, with the value that you bring. Not saying that somebody starting off doesn't have any value, mm -hmm. but obviously, like, somebody that has a budget of... Ooh, of like $5,000 to put, mm -hmm. I mean, for my case, like an event, like they're not gonna give that to somebody that just started off with a with a camera. There's a lot of know-how and a lot of technicalities and a lot of things of value that you learn along the way that you, that you kind of retain and you pitch to that client that has that 5,000 or mm -hmm. whatever X amount of dollars to put towards that. So how did you pay your bills? Because I was very fortunate. Quick trip. I, Thanks, quick trip. <laughs> yeah, I had a husband that um, supported us, and we, I mean, dipped way into our savings. Yeah, um, totally. And Been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we weren't, I mean, we were in the red a lot of months. Yeah, and totally. ate into that, but, I mean, it's all yeah done and dandy and now we're not having to do that anymore yeah um but there are a lot of people are not fortunate enough to have a husband or a parent um yeah so you worked so part time are you still working at quick trip no or? no i'm i'm full-time with with my company after um after splitting with my with my business partner um so i guess as far as like making that transition mm -hmm. luckily my fiance is a is a school teacher so mm -hmm. there's that i don't want to say the comfortability but there is that so she's aspect been there with you the whole time yep. That's yeah nice. we've been together seven years and luckily on oh. on college how long budget, a fiance uh almost a year now okay awesome. going when's the this, date uh october 24th 2020 nailed it Yay, good job i can't forget that because he's gonna October <laughs> to it and be like 24th, 20th. It's like a year away, man. It's I know. Almost exactly. Yeah. We wanted we wanted time to I don't know, just I guess well, first she wanted to ring at at the <laughs> six year mark. She was like, Yo, when when is this happening? Like, and yo, she, I need some she has money. the patience yeah. of Job if she yep. waited six years yep. for that. And then so she well, wanted to ring 10, and then so. Oh, you waited ten? Yeah, but we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very yeah. much. That works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then she wanted a house. And then uh, so we moved into a house. And then uh, I say she, we. Yeah. <laughs> um, what part of town did you move to? Uh, we are in North Richland Hills or Hearst. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay. So so just right smack dab in the middle of Fort Worth and Dallas. Love so. it. So yeah. do you feel like you're still doing like free things, still feeling like you need to like, because that's another thing of yeah. like people do stuff for free for so long then they um, lack confidence to yeah. charge what they are valued or what they should be valued at um, because they see like, oh, well, this person wanted to it for free. There's no way that I could charge this because I gave it to them for nothing. And then yeah. when they ask for something else, then you're kind of stuck in that weird position yeah. of like, well, I know I did it for you for free, but now I kind of like have to charge you. So it's just really tricky and really hard. And Old clients are the hardest. It's yeah, so hard. And you are. can never go up from zero. Yes. I mean, you can, you can. but it is a long road. Yeah. Very, very long yeah. road. With existing clients, it's much more gradual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with new clients, it could be a little bit more of a step change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although my favorite comic is, I'm sorry, but I can't pay my rent on five um, exposures. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our favorite. Uh, yeah. It's great it's hard, exposure. But it's like I was, I did that. I did so much of for free yeah. or trade great or yeah. things like that, and it was great. And exposure, that is exactly how I grew my business. Like right. there was no other way of doing it. Yeah. Get in um, your name out there. Yeah. 
but I now now the market is so that was See, four I years ago. Now the market is so saturated. No, I think the market was saturated then. It's it just not. that you're so much more not. in the market. You just see it more now. It yeah. was not. You I think really? It wasn't in my area. It wasn't. Now it's like this new thing. Everyone wants to do lettering. And everyone wants to do. Nobody's doing globes. <laughs> yeah, I started out in, like painting globes. Nice. Um, it was awesome. Too. <laughs> I still have everyone one. wants to do all of that stuff, and especially in photography, everyone wants to pick up a camera. And now there's like these yeah. presets that people can buy. <gasps> presets. Yeah. Yeah. You said and, the like, preset word in front is, of a photographer. Everyone is a photographer now, so yeah. it's like. That's right. Yeah, and that it just kind of goes back to like who you know and the network that you mm-hmm. surround yourself oh, with. You know. You know. I mean, yes, everybody can be a photographer mm-hmm. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But are you putting in the effort to do the administrative work? Are you putting in the effort yep. to to put together nice pitch decks? Are you yeah. are you doing these things that are I, I say super mundane but very important? Are you attending uh, little conferences, workshops, and yep. really networking and everything like that? So I mean, uh, I, I think that's the difference. I'm torn on the on the decks because there are some projects where I'm like, oh. I've I'm gonna put this great presentation together and yeah. really great. Know that I'm professional and I don't get the job and realize that I, the person that got the job, no, I know they don't do any of that yeah. because they're I've talked to them. Yeah. Um, I think it's just hit or miss because I've, like, I've done that as well. And then I get the job when I just send them an email and be like, "This is what it is." And I'm like, "Okay, let's go for it." And I'm like, "I didn't yeah. even put a deck together at all." So it's like I'm torn. I don't know. Oh. Torn about it. I don't know. Are we becoming a um, society that is heavily dependent on visual, yes. in your 100%. opinion, yeah, that's all it is. Is it uh, all? I yeah. mean, it's very, very visual. As an author of non-picture books, yeah, <laughs> I just, I just worry that people. You should add some pictures in there. <laughs> yeah, but your new book, you need to have some diagrams. But I, I thought say, about that. You, I thought about you that. You don't need to think about it. I'm telling you. you I think because since we are very visual, I think. And that's definitely the way it's heading. But I believe that there is still the aspect of context and mm-hmm. people really follow stories. I mean, obviously, Instagram is right there in my mind. Yeah. Yes, it's very visual, but I mean, nothing beats a really good caption <laughs> or nothing. Nothing beats yeah, a really good story I mean, that you read to I, put into that. Yeah, photo. I think that's an, a really great advice of the f- there's so many times where my photo is just a normal regular photo and yeah. my caption has nothing to do with my photo but that photo gets reposted yeah because of what i said in my caption yeah. of like oh my gosh i so totally needed to hear that and people are more drawn to things like that too of just sure. being yeah. open and transparent and yeah. honest so and there's been some studies done person. on this I, I love your thoughts uh are people more drawn to the still or to the video now what's your what's your thoughts on I that i feel video, like video is gold lately but yeah well your ig stories which an ig story can either be video or still and i will say i think so i took a two week break while i was gone mm-hmm. did not post in my feed that whole two week yeah. people probably thought that fell off the face of the earth well people are like that's murdering your account <laughs> like you can't do that your engagement's Algorith- gonna go yeah. so low your algorithm's gonna be <laughs> thrown off it's all, all about the stuff. algorithm yeah. But at the end of the day, like, what is that? That's so, Thank I don't you. know. But very, I, like, it's very, superficial very, in a way. It it's really like, is. you know what? Like, if people are following you, they're following you for a reason. And totally. they'll be there whenever you get back. Well. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. But all these people are, are, they stress so much of building. They're, I can't take a break. I have to post every day, all this stuff. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Until they get that, I do recommend if you're wanting to build your Instagram, like those are things that you have to do. But I think that, and I was talking to a a friend that's kind of in my same boat of where we are in our business. I'm like, we've literally built a machine to where it can run by itself without me actually being present. Like there's always going to be engagement. People are sharing my, my posts. They're sharing about me. It's taken five years to get to this point, yeah. but it's happened to where like I can pull myself out of it and know that it's still going to be there. Granted, I did have killer Instagram stories throughout those two weeks. Killer. And I killer. think that those <laughs> helped tremendously. Like They looked awesome. Going and I mean, yeah. I gained a lot of followers those two weeks. Videos. But I think it was 
because of my Insta stories. Now because you're Insta modeling stories, in Paris. <laughs> my Insta stories are so lame now. Like a selfie oh. in Paris does not look the same as a selfie in Texas. It's something about those thousand-year-old buildings that just kind of yeah. add a little jazz. I know. All right, can I just go on the on the record and say that boomerang is the worst thing that ever happened to social media? It really? just makes my head hurt. I love uh, it. Oh my gosh, it makes my head hurt. You're Please stop boomerang. Such a in a way, it's really genius though, just because like the engagement that it gets. It's such a short video that. Yeah. But it's the same thing it. over and over and over again for ten seconds. That's that's the whole point of it because oh. like it's just a, a loop, and yeah. obviously the algorithm feeds off of engagement, and the more views that it gets, the more that it picks up. Like oh, people mm-hmm. are watching this, and then it pushes it. Ugh. So. I don't know. Ugh. I hear you. Ugh. No? I, you just hey, don't know how to do it right. <laughs> I move the camera instead of let the camera yeah. do the boomerang. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like but still, I just think boomerang, and the minute I see a boomerang, I swipe. Yeah. Next. Well, next. That's your own fault. You go full I'm Ariana just, Grande and I'm, thank oh. you next. Boom. <laughs> Done. Bad joke. Gone. <laughs> what is your like best advice for taking a good photo? Taking a good photo. This is like a common argument between me and my fiance. Oh, what does she say? <laughs> well, she's all about the boomerang life. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, especially on the iPhone, she's like, oh, like you have to hold it up at like a 45 degree angle and shoot downwards uh-huh. towards me so you don't get like my, my chin or like this is my good side and everything uh-huh. like that. On the professional side, for me, I'm not saying that she's not professional, but on the professional side, it's very much like filling frame and mm-hmm. making something visually appealing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I told Landon to do like the squat down up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was literally like just oh my gosh. down. Yeah. Yeah. The angles up because if it's a cooler angle, if you do it that way. Yeah. Now I've always been um, informally taught uh, a third, a third, a third. Break yep. your frame yep. up into thirds. Yep. The rule of thirds, for sure. Oh, so that is that. Yep, okay. That's a thing. <laughs> and then, I've and I try to put always put my subject in one of the side thirds. Yeah. But not the middle third. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. So that is that is definitely for me at least like very uh, very. It's on the on the traditional side really of photography. But do you really think about that when like when you're snapping away you're like oh third 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 yeah. third. I do. It just becomes second nature. I. I really do. But you can um, actually put the grid in your in yeah. your lens. I mean, yeah. for so an amateur like myself, but for somebody who does it like Sean, I mean, it's yeah. probably just a natural reflex. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it is one of the things that I think about as far as, like, making something visually appealing is putting them in the rule of thirds or breaking up like, or putting something in, like, a line of symmetry, um, that sort of thing. So, I mean, that's what just that kind mean? of the eye, a that's, line of symmetry. Yeah, because so, that sounds really cool, but I don't know, if I know so what it means. So, it's like putting them, say, you just, like, have a box and putting them in the center, and then you can fold that in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's like cool. the line of symmetry is like right down right down the middle and then you can fold that line over in half. So like say you have like a, a hot dog. <laughs> well, so. I think the other thing is kind of ruining photography for me is that we live in a sixteen by nine world, but yeah. yet we're shooting square or straight up and down. I don't even know what the iPhone as yeah. um, aspect ratio is, but it's yeah. the so straight the up and down. Is, uh, four by five. Oh, well, that's Instagram's aspect ratio for portraits, but that is that is very much so like what it's heading towards is very, um, very portrait but mode this style. New third lens though, Apple might debunk what that because it's gonna be ultra able to wide. Do ultra wide. See, get ultra. all my murals in one frame. See, that would be <laughs> awesome. So great. You don't have to turn your phone sideways to do it. Yeah. No. It's going to be awesome. See, because wait. it seems like we're developing our brains to read up and down yeah. in this iPhone um, aspect versus I personally think the photo looks better yeah. in 16 by 9 ratio to where it's more wide and broad. Yeah. But if you take one of those pictures, it's like, ugh, yeah. it looks horrible on. But I was able to successfully make sure that it looked like I was the only person in that every was crazy. Place I don't know how you did that because I had been to those places and there's oh, a lot of people. Really crowded. Yeah. It's called patience. And me and Lainey <laughs> would literally sit there until the perfect moment, and then there's a it's like, go, yeah. go, take yeah. it, hurry. Yeah. 
But <laughs> hey, I successfully did, notice that. did it in every single so city. So my first thought, sis, is you when I saw some like of those, look. I was like, she got up really early to do <gasps> okay, this. Okay, that was the thing. All of the blogs said, get up at 6 a.m. There's no one there. And I had full intentions of doing that. Nope. I've been to yeah. all of those places, with the exception of like Como. I've been to all those places, and I'm like, how every in the world did she like, do that? <laughs> You, that was so crowded when we were there. How did you get this? I was like, trust Patience. me, if you would have seen like what's going on beside yeah. me, it literally <laughs> looks like that. But you can frame it up. No, 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 no. Stop, yeah, stop, yeah. stop. Yeah, that right, 6 a.m. Right. call time is tough. Oh, oh God. My no, gosh. I didn't do it. Uh, me and my fiance were in Vegas one time, and we, I was like, like, let's get up and go out to Death Valley, which is probably like a two-hour drive, and catch the sun, uh, sunrise. Oh, that and, was so beautiful. And luckily, I, I had just like by chance woken up at like 4 a.m. I was like, we have to go. And she was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> she was like, I just got done. What's your boy. favorite um, morning or golden? Ooh. Or is, can there be a morning golden hour? There can. Yeah. So sure. morning or night? Uh, I usually like the evening time a little bit better. The golden hour yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summertime. Just because it lasts like forever. That's true. So. Yes. Well, yeah, we're getting into that now. I don't know if you've noticed the shift in the sun, but yep. we're getting into it right I now. Can, and it's, yeah. I know. I'm weird, and I, I like kind of see that stuff. I'm like, oh, we're heading towards the winter solstice. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, God, here comes daylight savings time. It's coming. It's <laughs> super late this year. Yeah. Super, super late. Yeah. Hey, we're going to have to do fast questions, or we're going to run out of time. Oh, wow. I haven't it's already been no, an no, hour. No, no, no. We need to do high-low. Oh, high we need to do high-low. We need to do high-low. I know. Sis, do you have a high-low? Um, well... Yeah, I do. We should have to. We're probably going to have to do a bonus show just on the recap of I know, so your great. European if adventures. You, yeah. If y'all go to my Insta stories, I highlighted all. Oh, of you them. did. Okay. Okay, you did create a highlight reel. Yeah, okay, good. Travel. Yeah. There's some stuff of me and Dad in there, but it's <laughs> mainly. Just flip through that. Just flip get through that. Get to the good get stuff. Yeah. Allie modeling in Europe. Yeah. Did you have a low? Coming back. Um. So yeah. Paris was definitely my high. Oh, the whole trip was a high, but Paris was just has a special place in my heart now. Um, low, I so I didn't bring my computer. Oh. I, uh, my computer is like my umbilical cord. Um, I just need it. It's like my pacifier. It just keeps me calm. Sure, if we'll something see. happens, I know so that So you didn't I bring get, it at all to you? I didn't bring it at all. So oh. I, you like I, went off the map. Oh, I did. I was okay. <laughs> if I don't bring my computer, I'll at least bring my iPad just in case. Yeah. Um, I got... <laughs> I what have, did you do on the flight? Oh, I love the flight. The flight's my favorite part. Nice. I sit and watch yeah. movies, movies, sleep. Oh, nice. Like, that I'm, is really great. Yeah. I order as many Cokes as I want. Like, that's <laughs> they're all so, free. They're all free. This is so awesome. Like, I yeah. going to Japan, that was, like, my favorite. Yeah. I'm, like, um, one of those awesome. people that, like, I... I build it up in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna watch a movie and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything like that. And yeah. then I just like end up looking out the window the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, really? this is so oh, cool. No. I'm, There's something I'm about a super the air big AV and <laughs> the noise. It just puts me to sleep right yeah. away. So I love the plane. Um, but so I, I was like, okay, if I'm not gonna bring my computer, I'm gonna bring my iPad. Like I can at least still like answer emails if I have to. If I have to draw something, that's great. Um, I just got the new iPad. It has a new charger, and hey. it was dead. So oh, no. I carried around a dead iPad the entire time, which was probably a good. Oh my gosh! You do know they have Apple stores in every one of I'm those cities. Gonna, I didn't need it. Are the outlets different in Europe? They are, but okay. Dad, um, let me borrow his little hookup. Thingamajigs. Thingamajigs. Um, so I didn't need it, but if I worse come to shove i would have gotten a um, charger but i didn't need it but i then i was like okay if i'm not bringing those i yeah. at least have to bring my life support which is my planner i am old school have a written down planner i have done that for since middle school did you plan your trip um, on that planner? i did i had so many things written down like yeah. on which days i was gonna do it yep. sound uh, like my fiance She's yeah everything is written down I lost my planner. Oh, no. I left it. I'm pretty oh, no. sure I left it in Paris. They didn't find it. No, I probably, <laughs> well, they never called me back. So I was like, it's probably, it could be in Lake Como. Who knows? Mm. Um, so literally 
everything if it doesn't if it's not written down my planner it doesn't get done i told i've told multiple people that it's like i have to write it down like i will oh yes my whole life is in that planner (laughs) and i keep all of my planners for all the years dad dad keeps all of his journals i keep all my planners yep um and so yeah that was very very luckily we're in the end of the year I'm out of town most of the time, so I can go back to my Southwest and see when I'm going to be gone. And yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's been pretty bad. That's low. To, that's definitely that's low. That's a huge low. low. Yeah. I thought that I was going to cry more, and I didn't. I think I'm still kind of like in shock yeah. that I don't have it. But um, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm surviving. Sorry. I'm Good. only there's only three months that I have to I know. Figure, figure out. out. I know. So. It. All right, Sean. Hi, low. Hi, low. The high point of my week was on Monday, I made a trip down to Austin. I left at like 6.30 in the morning to attend a unconference. Unconference. Oh, I like this. Yeah. So the name of it is Hot Dokimozo. Yes. Hot Dokimozo. And they, um, I believe the founders are two two gals that um, left Dell that mm-hmm. were that were living in Austin and they started their own event company called Is Dell even around? Yes, it's oh, huge. Yeah. Yes. Goodness gracious. It's huge? <laughs> oh what my are gosh. they doing? It's massive. Like a, they they own the world. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Apple owns the world, but no servers yeah. and yeah. they still they they're still making servers? Yeah. all of our office PCs. All of our office PCs are Dells. What? Our, our laptops, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate on the corporate yeah on the corporate side, yeah, Dell. They're, they're a huge client of ours too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, when I always just think of dial up. That's branding. They need to get on. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah. but so I went down to Austin for hot Dokimozo and they, they were from Dell and they started this company and their whole vision is like an unconference sort of aspect of bringing, bringing a bunch of people together for just like sharing creative ideas and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, um, got there, they like immediately sit you down and they do lunch, like with people that you have like no idea who, who they are, which is like super scary for me because I'm like socially kind of anxious and like, uh, So next like time you do that, all you got to do is fast questions. It's yes. Like best right. icebreaker. That's right. Everyone loves it. Nice. The easiest game. I tell people all the time I would be the best first dater. <laughs> <laughs> Just a million first dates. Nice. Uh, so yeah, so did that. Um, and then they crowdsource questions and like what the agenda will be for the day. Interesting. And then, then they pick um, a leader to really facilitate the um, the topics. Mm-hmm. So there was there's three sessions. Yeah, three three full sessions with three different topics. Yeah. So we did that. Um, and it was just really, and they it was a good the time. topics right then and there? Yeah, so they crowdsource it, and they, so there's three. There's there's three different colors on the little notepads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One is pink, uh, highlighter, and then orange. And the pink is stuff that you want to talk about mm-hmm. and things that you think that you could really shed really good light on. And then the others are um, things that you want to know and want to. So what were the topics? Oh, there's a lot. Oh, are they only brain. three? No, no, no. There was, there was like, they crowdsourced there was and like they 75 three. people well, there. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what are the three topics that they picked? Mm, so I le- I facilitated a discussion on content, marketing, and generation. Um, Interesting. One was um, scaling your business. Uh, another one was the partnership between sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very, it was solely geared towards like the event industry. Um, but the event industry for this was really a lot of corporate entities and as far as like trade shows and conferences right. and stuff like that. So those were, those are just a few, um, I can't remember the, Oh, how to, or what you expect out of technology. Um, what you expect out of technology in your event. Love well, it. Those are my three. Are you part of NACE? You no. need to, yeah, you need to, we'll talk, we'll, in, we'll talk offline. N-A-S. N-A-C-E. N-A-C-E. Yeah, nice. which is events. 
Cool. It's the National Association of Catered Events. Oh, cool. Which is a whole bunch of what you just talked about. Gotcha. Was that your high or low? That was my high. Yeah. That was my high. Well, so the, did you just do it spontaneously or did you have it planned? So I, uh, one of my clients, um, she's a really good friend of mine. Her name's Heather. She actually invited me to it and I was like, hot docky mozo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, it just sounds but like fun. After, after going, I was like, oh, like this is legit. I'm going to have to go to more of these. And mm-hmm. the high point of that to kind of get to the punchline is a gal that I met there actually called and she was with Dell and she's like, hey, I have an event that's coming up nice. and would like to there you go. That works. Yeah. That like, works. Hell yeah. yeah. So do you, when works. you go to like events and even though you're not hired, do you still like take video and all that stuff and then like share about it? Like, is that, I feel like that's a good way to kind of. Yeah, that is a good idea. I have not, but I'm going to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Free stuff. Yeah. Did you have uh, a low? What's that? Did you? Did, did I have, have a low? low? Let me think on it. Um, you know, there's going to be an app for this um, yeah. in the very near future very near that will future. help you keep up with your highs and lows throughout the week. Yeah. Soon. I don't. Very soon. Is that going to launch before your book or after? Before. Oh, good. I'm a very, I'm a very like even keeled person, so I don't get like too high or too low. Sure. I don't know. There wasn't like anything that was like super depressing or anything like that. Well, lows doesn't have to be depressing. Yeah, like yeah. some of my lows would be like, oh, well, I didn't get a client or. I woke up too late. Mm. I left my planner in That's Lake a really Como. Thing. <laughs> That's like I left my heart in you San Francisco. Have a low. Typically, there's always we always have a high and low, sure. but we always remember the either the latest thing that's happened to us or the high. Yeah, it's well, never the low, but it's typically out. like oh, sometimes the low it can be. What it's either the highest high or the lowest low or the last yeah. thing. Yeah. So I would say my lowest lowest low, and it's not necessarily like pa- this past week, but just like a, this gap in time over yeah. the past uh, probably month or so is just getting out of this partnership and mm-hmm. yeah. kind of putting my feet back on the on the ground and yeah. getting yeah. going. Because it's a lot. I mean, it was very mentally taxing because um, I put like a lot of heart and soul yeah. into totally. that. Like that was, that was going to be the thing it, yeah. that's definitely so, a low get yeah. fast questions ready i actually have a high low um whoa we well different? well oh, let me see did you do you usually not have lows did you it's typically he works I don't, in I, corporate world oh, okay. so hey, no she makes like, fun of me normally i don't get a go because we're around town new and it's going really really well yeah and everyone's liking it or they've done something as a team <laughs> and it, it worked wow. really great and low is typically um, he either had to like fire someone because he's in HR, um, or something happened and he had to put on his HR pants and Jeez, wow, this is I'm your just heart. saying. No, I'm I love saying, you, but that's typically what it is. I'm saying that when we showed up today, Chick Fil A has put numbers on all the tables, and oh. so we're trying to figure out what the heck. And so you can actually come into a Chick Fil A now and order your meal on an app, and we did this. We tried it this morning. Ordered the whole thing on my Chick-fil-A app. It, this kind of freaky, it knew what table we were setting at. I want to know if this is going to, because what do they call them? Something sharks or whatever when you're sitting in a line and the the people will, before they order, will sit at the table. Oh. Even before, even. When the restaurant's uh, crowded. I know I hate that. I hate it so much. (laughs) It's one of my biggest pet peeves. That they try to claim a spot before and it's super you crowded have restaurants, your food. Right. Yeah. Not so supposed to do that very, very rare. It is. But here, but they want you out of they, the line. Yeah, They're trying to they minimize the line. sit down and then order. I don't know. And they just bring it right weird. to the table. Yeah. It was it's super weird. cool yeah. and I fast. I will say, whoever like the COO is, the operations guy or gal for Chick-fil-A, we used is to know awesome. Her. Yeah. Like, they... Oh, you know her? We used to. She's retired now. Oh, really? There, I, this place is, I mean, so. This place, like. It was really cool. Pumps out. And the oh, systems yeah. and oh, processes that they have. Is so we don't have like, to, we don't have to stand in line anymore. Insane. Yeah. We just come in. We sit down at a table. We order on our mobile. It knows what table you're at. They yeah. bring it right to you. Dang. Yeah. That was my high. Game changer. Yeah, that was my <laughs> high. What's your low? Um, you know. <laughs> You miss me so much. You were gone for a long time. <laughs> um, I had an anniversary last week. That was my high. Um, but my low last week 
was we have had two sick dogs and they've rotated oh, no. um, all week long and it is bad because yeah. our dogs sleep in a kennel and when they get sick at That's night right. okay all right <laughs> fast questions uh, last meal on earth last meal on earth wow. oh Ooh. Oh, these are fast. Chicken tenders and fries. Oh, what kind of chicken tenders? Like, name of the restaurant chicken tenders? Well, yeah. yeah. What's oh, your favorite chicken? Depending on the day, Whataburger. Sometimes they're kind of cold. I love Whataburger, but not their chicken fingers. Really? I Well, I think they're of Whataburger, fine. I think of their burgers. They're fine. Mm. I don't think I've actually had a Whataburger burger. Whataburger's chicken tenders are good. Or, I know this is... Super lame, but like you do Tyson like honey chicken butter tenders. Biscuit? I don't. I've never. I don't think I've actually ever had it. Oh, you actually should probably try yeah. it. because they have the chicken tenders. That's what they use. Really? Yeah, the honey butter. It. Yeah. Yeah. So either you can only do it late at night. <laughs> uh, so either Waterburger chicken tenders, and or Tyson chicken tenders. Oh yeah, frozen. No antibiotics though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Biggest pet peeve. Hmm. Inefficiency. Mm. Okay, we haven't heard that. I like no, that's that one. That's a good one. See, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually still a little hungry, <laughs> but we're doing a podcast right now, so I'm actually going to order a chicken <laughs> biscuit <laughs> from my table, and I won't have to go stand in line. They're going to bring it right to me. That's how yeah. awesome this is. I'll provide some context on inefficiency, though. So, yes. like for one, the government drives me crazy. I know uh, I'm not getting political, but the government in whole drives me crazy. And being an entrepreneur, like time is money and efficiency yep. and making making sure clients are, are good um, your work is good and like really being spread out and diversified you have to be efficient with that so mm-hmm. whenever things are not efficient and I'm a busybody, it like yeah. drives me crazy but I, I didn't mind I can relax being, though I promise <laughs> I didn't mind being in London and knowing that like the queen was in charge what? it was fine it was cool it was fine yeah you think about it, they're literally trained from birth to be in charge versus you get weirdos <laughs> thinking like, oh, I could be in charge. Please. Yeah. Next question, fast. Um, worst habit you'll never break. It used to be smoking, but I broke that. Good job. Good yeah, for thank you. you. Um, social media. Yeah. Typical. Um, I don't know where my f- typical fast questions are. Your purpose in two words. Ooh, this is one this of my favorites. Dad's favorite. Mm. Well, my big my big things are um, mental health and animal um, relieving animal cruelty mm-hmm. or um, humaneness to animals. So, oh, purpose in two words. Like mine is build confidence. Build confidence. Mm-hmm. Dad's is build others. Mm, that's a good one. Um, We're building family. We are. Yeah. <laughs> I would say connection and value. Ooh, I like it. Mm. That's a good one. That's Just because, like, you can always connect people. Yeah. And. Hopefully they'll get value out of that, sure. and then also the value that you bring to others. So it'd be valued connections. Yep, valued Love connections. It. Coffee or tea? Neither. Whoa. He ordered water this morning. You should have known better. No caffeine. No caffeine. Good for you. I used to do coffee, but how do you run? How do I run? <laughs> I don't know. Surprisingly, like I, I, I well, don't go through like like afternoon slumps or anything like that. And I'm used, like I said, like I'm a pretty even keeled. Sometimes, if I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> Last one. Gatorade or Powerade? Ooh. Ooh. Gatorade. Oh, see, me too. Oh. Some people say Powerade. No Ooh. way. It's too. It's Lana like drinking sugared water. <laughs> it's, like, it's like colored sugar water. Anna loves Powerade. <laughs> Golly. Um, the Powerade and Gatorade overseas is in like the old school. Like you pull it off with your mouth and then. Um, <laughs> Drink it, caps. Seriously? They're so cool. Oh my gosh. They're, They're all so cool. cool. All right, we got to roll. This has been absolutely a blast. Thanks yes, for coming me on. Me too, yes. I have Thank you. learned a ton. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? 
Uh, so website is www.lucidmedia.io. Um, my Instagram handle for that is underscore lucidmedia underscore. And then personally, I am at Sean Whitmore, S-E-A-N. Oh, yeah. There's a couple ways to spell that. M-O-R-E. Yep. Cool. Well, you have been an absolute blast. Yes, this thank is, you for having this, me. This is oh, awesome. Man, this has been this has been a blast. <laughs> Sis? Papa song. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. You gotta go to a fancy event now. Mm-hmm. What event are you doing? Um there's a grand opening that they Ooh, think that I'm a celebrity and I'm really not. Well, I will be the hence first the to tell them. No, don't. I'll be the first to tell them yeah, that you're not the a celebrity. I tried to like dress up the part. I was like, what? She wore makeup. I nice. wore makeup. <laughs> All right. We got to roll. Love awesome. you, sis. Love you too, Daddy. Thank you, See you. Bye. Bye.